We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, America, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. They're going to kill the love of my life. If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain, for love. Collide, in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Are you ranking Costa, even though... Hitting said he's not going to play one of the two games this week, and he already played one. You assume that I believe that. This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast, brought to you by Rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For news, rankings, projections, DFS lineup optimizers, and more, head over to Rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are your hosts, Mike Gottlieb and Andrew Laird. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. I am your host, Mike Gottlieb, and with me, as always, is Andrew Laird. And before we get into any kind of reaction or previews, uh, I have a funny story to tell, Andrew. Um, someone who's very close to me, I won't say whether they're friend or family. I don't want to embarrass them if they listen to the podcast. But um, just casually, I was talking on the phone, and they, they say to me, 
I, I look at your Twitter account and I have to ask you, what's Fipple? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, you know what? That's funny. So instead of, you know, because on the podcast, I always say hello, everyone. Welcome to that episode. From now on, it's going to be like, hello, mm-hmm. Vipple. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, okay, never mind. Decline. All right, I'll, I'll keep with the same opening. But uh, we have a lot to react to. Uh, the midweek game fixtures. We we also did something that we're going to do again with our daily dose. Um, so just to just to give you a little bit, pre- little bit of preview, because we did this all off the podcast. We thought it'd be fun. Uh, Andrew casually mentioned that you know he doesn't really want to pay for forwards anymore. So I said, you know what, let's put it to the test. On Wednesday, because uh, we did the Tuesday slate for Daily Dose, which I happened to have won. Uh, and then on Wednesday, we did another one, just, you know, not really official. But what the rules were that I have to spend more than 5000 on DraftKings for each forward in my two forward spots. And he had to spend 5000 or less on, on both of them. And Andrew, uh, it made the difference, didn't it? Uh, I would argue that I just picked the wrong ones. Really? Really? You're going to go with that defense? <laughs> that you just picked the wrong ones? Um, yeah. Every time someone loses to someone in this format, it's because they picked the wrong ones. But I, I, but my argument is that the you you didn't get I enough. I got 13.5 out of both of them. Um, yeah, I'm not sure that's enough for how much were like, they? Elect, elect, like if you're spending 8,000 bucks, that's not but, enough. But Memphis yeah, was 51. That's not enough for Alexis. Yeah. Though, well, I, I would argue that, yes, he. you can find excellent players in that 51 range. But, like, I, the ones I went with were Rashford, which yeah. was stupid. And, you know, I was juicing the orange on that one. Um, and Arnautovic, who was awful. But you can make the argument, like, Wickham would have paid off. And I don't have the whole list of... But like there are plenty of guys that Joel that Campbell is the one you're thinking of in that lower range, the one oh. that we were talking about. Was there a game? Did yeah, they, they did. Arsenal we'll play? talk I, about them in a second. But they have a game. Um, they so yeah, like it's not that you won't ever get a goal out of a guy who's north of five thousand, but I think having to lose the the extra two to three thousand uh, in the midfield or dare I say in defense, you're I'm not sure it's worth it. Um, the guy who won this GPP, the EPL 12K striker, had Arnautovic and, and Depay. And, you know, obviously used his money elsewhere. But, like, you're not... I, I don't think you're going to find a ton of winning rosters that at least have... That certainly have two of the guys because you're really uh, sticking yourself there. But, um, I don't know, maybe 5,000 is not the, not the level, but... Anything north of seven, I feel like, is a, a certain no-no for me. But I'll stick to the five. Well, yeah, I mean, I think I think we should we we should also get in contact with uh, Mr. Spalding for for us and see what he thinks is the what the level should be for the forwards. Like this is what's considering paying for a forward. Uh, I guess. I mean, I think it's all relative to the to the rest of the field. But um, like this week, there are a ton of very expensive. Like the sat, we somehow we've made up for some horrible Saturday slates for this one that's like packed with players. Yeah, so and the Saturday slate we, we get... chose for this week's daily dose doesn't even include two of the top teams, and it's still loaded. 
Right. Yeah. So I think it's, you know, you'll. Yeah. James James Milner really, really. James Milner and Jordan Jordan Shakiri almost single handedly won you on Wednesday. Right. Right. And like those guys, I can't I can't afford both of those guys if I have, you know, Aguero and Vardy or whatever the, the combination is. Or even just one, I probably can't get. Yeah, both of it's those guys. it it messes with your roster construction, and it also made our rosters very different, which I thought was fun. So uh, we're going to continue yep. to do that. We'll tinker with it to make sure that we get the right level for the 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 cost. But we're starting at five thousand as the cost for right now. If you have any suggestions, feel free to tweet us. I am at Sports by Gotti G O T T I, and he is at Rotowire Andrew. So you can definitely tweet us your suggestions or just tell us you love us or you hate us, whatever you want to do. Uh, you know, this Saturday just does not disappoint. Let's get right into it with the first game of the weekend. I actually think that if you're going to play a daily, uh, even though we didn't, we didn't do the early game for our daily dose. I think if you are going to play this weekend, you should include the first game. Uh, it's going to be sponsored by Andrew's Tears. Uh, it's top. At White Hart Lane against Arsenal, <laughs> against the crumbling Arsenal, losers of three straight, is it? Yeah. No, so two straight right. after two they straight. beat Leicester. That's how you follow up. Sorry, I got them confused the with Manchester City, who have lost three straight. Ugh. I don't think they've lost. So, yeah, they have. And they had an off week. <laughs> we'll get to them in a minute. But first of all, as yeah. an Arsenal <clears throat> fan, what are you seeing? Uh,. Not much. Um, I think they, I don't know. The The reintroduction of Francis Coquelin has come, kind of coincided with their poor play, which is weird since he was so much better than, you know, Matthew Flamini. But Ramsey has been a ghost. Um, I think and he's largely unranked by us. The problem week. is yeah, Ramsey? I haven't ran, ranked him in weeks. Um, and the... So he's been awful. Alexis can't seem to finish. Um, Giroud can't finish. They keep trying to figure out how to get Walcott on the field, and he's been awful. Welbeck has played well and then doesn't start. Uh, Campbell actually scored last week, you know, in the, uh, I was going to say last week. It was yesterday. Or maybe it was Tuesday. I don't even, I can't even keep up at this point. It was yesterday. Um, But they, they had, they seem to have a very consistent, 11 and now that he's now that Arsene Wenger's tinkering with it which I guess you have to do when you have all these matches but um you know that it's such it's weird to lose in the manner that they've lost after such a big win at Leicester and you were kind of saying that it was a letdown game but meaning the Swansea one but like my argument was that you can't let down if you've already lost the match before that which they lost at Man United that one that's got to be like one of the worst losses I've seen in a long time. The one at Old Trafford. Like I realize that they never win there, but with the team that they that United put out, with three players making senior le- senior level debuts, including Marcus Rashford at least in the Premier League and letting him score twice and getting an assist, they started Gabriel in place of Murdersacker because he had more speed, and he I think basically contributed to both of Rashford's goals. And then they played um, speed up front with Walcott and um, Alexis and and uh, Welbeck, and that didn't work, although Welbeck scored. Of course, it was on a set piece, having nothing to do with speed. I, I went through this already, but like yesterday's match against Swansea was absolutely atrocious, and 
they there's no reason for me to think that they have any shot at the title at this point, even if they beat Spurs this week eight nothing and make up that goal differential. Like I think there's no way that this team can put it all together, especially because they're going to get smashed by Barcelona in a week and a half. <laughs> You're right. I was calling I was calling the Swansea game a trap game. And also, I mean, with Tottenham losing to West Ham, I was like, oh, they both fell into the trap of the trap game. But you're right. Yeah. Arsenal can't fall into the trap if they already were in one. Right. Tottenham, yeah. that, that's the definition of a trap game. Four wins yeah, in a row yeah, looking Tottenham ahead. kind of fell into the trap again. Well, and, and West Ham didn't just beat them. They they West Ham kind of dominated. Uh, West, West Ham's, Ham's been, been playing, playing well, well lately, enough though. to be in, uh, mm. in contention for Europe. So, yes, uh, yes. They're going to make Chelsea sweat that it. one out before they stop it. Get it. I will leave. <laughs> it is it's going to happen, Mike. You know it is. I, what would be hilarious, which will not happen, but it would be absolutely hilarious if Manchester City somehow slip out of the top four and Chelsea somehow get in, and that makes Guardiola and Pep goes to and Chelsea goes instead of City. That would be hysterical. It won't ever happen. Um, but a man could no. dream. A man can dream. But yes, okay, can. let's focus on Tottenham versus Arsenal here. Uh, Arsenal top, uh, you know, front four. Who do you think is the best front four? I don't want to go into the whole team. Like to so, win or for fantasy? Let's say both. Okay. Well, I don't know if it's actually drastically different. I think it's um, Giroud, Ozil, Alexis, and Campbell. Okay. That's a lot. That's a lot of players. I think Welbeck. That's all I'm saying. That, that that's yeah. a lot of players who don't yeah. get back on defense. Yep. That's why they have Coquelin. I would love to see them go with a Coquelin Callum Chambers double pivot. This game's way too big to try that, but I'd really like to see them. My, try so here's my point. here's my murder sack. I mean, excuse me, Kashelmi. Which is out, a big loss. Which that's a Winston. That's Which a Winston Reed size. That's loss. probably. Yeah. <laughs> I'm you telling, I'm tell, Winston Reed and um, Ashley Williams are the two most underrated defensive players in the Premier League. Yeah, we uh, Peter Check being out also actually gives me somewhat of a glimmer of hope, only because it would be so Arsenal to let Ospina play. Oh, not let him, but like have Ospina play. And have him like shut out Spurs and be like, oh, maybe we have a bit of a controversy here. Well, be, uh, no, we don't. It's just, it's interesting to me that I think I think it was I think it was the Men in Blazers, Michael Davis, who said that there is no team that goes through the emotional roller coaster more drastically than Arsenal fans because they can be <laughs> they can get so high and then the minute something goes wrong, they get so low. The Anybody who realistic, who like really, really thought that they could win the title this year is not. Well, that would be me, because uh, I. Pretty... Yeah, I, I meant I, I meant like Arsenal supporters who have like like I don't know how you, over the years, could go through all of that and then think, wait a minute, maybe this is the year. Like I don't know how you ever think it's ever the year until they win it. Yeah, if that'd be going. that'd be funny if Leicester win, <laughs> and Leicester won a title before Arsenal. I hope they do. I hope they do. I hope Leicester I would, wins at this You know point, what? I, I was know rooting pretty hard for Leicester, so. even though in that draw, I was, I was really kind of w- trying to will it in, and especially for Shinji Okazaki, because I just <laughs> want—I really want to believe in Shinji Okazaki, because he just—he plays so hard. Anyway, back to Tottenham Arsenal. Uh, 
are Tottenham going to actually have a go at Arsenal? Uh, they, have to, they have to win. I don't see why not. They, well, if they want to keep no, up they don't have to. I mean, Leicester are going to be favorites to win pretty much the rest of the season. That I agree with that, but I, I think one point out of this one is okay for Spurs. They can't they can't lose. No, I That's think the, the only best thing case scenario do. for Leicester is if they tie. So if they draw, both teams get one point. Because because if Leicester can gain two uh, points on both teams in one weekend, that's 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 great. That well, that's ideal for Leicester, yes. But Spurs, I don't think Spurs, I don't think it's that bad if, I feel, they, if they draw. This is the, this is such a high pressure game, and both of these teams have a tendency to not perform well under that high pressure microscope. And it's going to totally be very interesting you. as the early game of the weekend, because. You don't often see two teams. It's going to be really interesting. It's going to be like uh, it's going to be like two fighters in a rigged uh, in a rigged boxing match, you know, trained to go down in a certain round to see who right. punches first. Right. That's that's kind of yeah. what I feel like is going to happen. And if this is nil nil at the end, I feel feel like that's what was happening. I think it's going to be one nothing. I mean, excuse me, one one. Okay, so one of them's going to be a penalty too. Like Harry Kane's definitely scoring a penalty <laughs> in this game. All right, and I'll give it to Gabriel. Uh, who, for listeners of our MLS podcast yesterday, although I don't think anybody's heard it at this point, but uh, J.D. Bazo had an idea that went on top of yours of the guy who draws the penalty should take it, the guy who commits the yeah, penalty Yeah, I mean, that doesn't goal. insult goalkeepers at all. I just think that's... It has nothing to do... It, that's punishment. It's not that, the, you know, it's the, the... It has nothing to do with the goalkeeper. <sighs> Whatever. Uh, I, I I don't like that as much as my idea, simply because it wasn't my idea. Um, yeah, but on the top, <laughs> on the on the Tottenham side, um, yeah. How many how many Tottenham players are in the top? Three. There are three Tottenham players I would take before Wait, the Arsenal. Uh, wow, player. that's news to me because I I disagree. I think there's one. Okay. I think it's Harry Kane, and then there's a whole litter of Arsenal players, depending on who starts. I I put Deli Alley oh. and Christian Eriksen ahead of oh, God, Ozil no. and <laughs> I, I mean I, 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 I would... have you seen how bad they've been? I mean like they've been so being unbelievably Arsenal. bad. I'm looking at my rankings. I put they, Ozil ahead they of being Deli Arsenal Alley, being so nuts, bad. But... I, yes, I would take the Alexis Ozil. Giroud. I would take Alexis oh. and Ozil, possibly Giroud as well. Actually, yeah. Giroud hasn't scored in 12 games. I mean, it's not like he hasn't been... Did you see his 12. face after he hit the crossbar? It was so classic. I was going to say, look like him. <laughs> I've seen that face plenty of times. All right. <laughs> yes, I, I, I could was, believe it. It was such a great face. What is Theo Walcott? I mean, this is something I heard on ESPN. I think it was yesterday or, yesterday or the day before. I don't... I, they, I mean, they were saying that they don't think uh, Arsenal even know what Theo Walcott is. I think that's fair. I, I I actually disagree. I think they know exactly what he is, and he refuses as a, to a be. winger. I think he's a winger. Yeah, he's way too small to be a central forward, which he thinks he is. He's not, Messi. and even Messi doesn't play a traditional forward. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I, I think the he's got to come to the realization that he's not the player he thinks he is, and needs to he's figure out how to. He's got too much of that athlete's arrogance, huh? All right. I suppose. If there's a center forward 
a player who's more likely to be starting forward is Welbeck. Do you think Wal- Welbeck. Uh, Welbeck will start? And if so, I where? would like to see him start. I think he should start. In, well, just as I went and named Giroux in the top four, I think maybe Welbeck should get a start instead of Giroux. The problem is Giroux comes off as such like a weakling when it comes to confidence that like to bench him in a game like this could ruin him for the whole it's season. Not much of that season left. Ignoring the fact that if they it's lose, not that much season left. Over anyway, just but... throwing that out there. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, yeah. there, there's so much. We can, there's so much we can spend on can we this stop game. Talking about this, I think it's... Let's let's also note that you were we were exactly right about the midweek fullbacks, and they'll probably go back to Walker and I, I would, Rose yeah. for this one. And unfortunately, both fullbacks did not much. It was really disappointing because yeah, I took them both. But... Yeah. Yeah, it was a weird game. You know, it was a game in which they were dominated by a better team that night. That's the only way, could, only way to put yeah. it. They were clearly looking ahead to this game. Yeah. That's what I mean. That's the problem is that I feel like we can't learn too and much even, because and they even, just weren't in this game. Still, like, we've talked about a bunch of names. In, in the outcome of the game itself, I think it's dependent on two people who we have not talked about much. I think you mentioned one of their names once or twice. But it's going to depend on Coquelin and Eric Dyer. Because Eric Dyer, which is such an incredible, not that they play each other, but well, Eric Dyer allows the fullbacks to get forward. I've talked about this in the past. It's Mm -hmm. it's it's a very strategic. It's it's a big strategic advantage that Tottenham can have their uh, their fullbacks bomb forward while having good coverage behind, and it also allows Deli Alley to get forward too. He's much better, but that's kind of what I want. Callum Chambers to become the blueprints out there. That's the way. That's what. That's what I'll say. Yeah. And, and, and Pochettino's finally had... getting the the fitness and the and the players to to buy into that to his system. Which I remember saying at the beginning uh, when he was hired that it's going to take a minute, and if Tottenham have the patience, that it yep. will pay off. But it, it, I think yep. it was James Ward Prowse who said you need two hearts to play for for Pochettino because <laughs> he makes you run so much. But That's fine. anyway, we'll move on. Uh, yeah, I know you didn't want to Please. talk about Arsenal all day. Uh, let's go on to Southampton at home against Sunderland. Southampton now leaking goals left and right uh, against the Sunderland side who seemed to be pretty solid. You made a comment uh, earlier this week that um, about Fraser Forster during against Chelsea, how he looked. He didn't look confident, which we were like, that's so weird because how do you not come in confident after six clean sheets? And he looked exactly the same against Burnmouth. Like, he looks like he has it's, no idea where the ball is. Like, he forgot to, like, put fra- his contact. It's very fragile. It's and, you know, something that a lot of people take for granted in larger goaltenders, uh, well, especially me, because Thibaut Courtois is actually pretty graceful. But lar- larger goalkeepers yeah, have a tough time moving around. Uh, there's a lot more to move around and it's, it's just harder for them to be quick and agile at six. Yeah. Just look at Pantillon. Peter check is another example oh too. I had a long look at him at Chelsea. I mean, he's, a, he doesn't move <laughs> gracefully. So if there's a ball in the air, yeah. unless it's, you know, really right in his wheelhouse, it's going to be difficult for him to get there. And that quick movement, that, that, that yeah. real agility burst you're not seeing it from Fraser Forrester at the moment and that could be from the knee it could be from his size you know let's be fair he's coming back from a serious injury so give it time yep. but it's just something you have to look for and Sunderland they're gonna they're gonna yep. cross some balls 
Yeah, uh, they oh, look really oh, good. Whoa, whoa. Like they look like for them, for them. They look good for them. Sorry. Um but Yeah, they it looks like like we said last time. They they've it looks got like the a Sam Allardyce team. And Yeah. And that's one that, you know, should What's should really infuriating <laughs> about Southampton is that they're not playing their best players. I'm thinking of Tadic. Who? Oh, oh, Southampton. Yes. Um, yeah, it's. I don't know what the deal is with him. Uh, Shane Long got hurt after I told you to take and, him out of his and scored. He started and and scored, and then he got hurt. So he's out. Very Alex Charlie Austin's out. Yes, and so now it's like they have to play Tadic, and it's like it's weird that like he of all players have, has reached that. Like, I'm not sure what, I don't know why Ronald Koeman all of a sudden doesn't think that Tadic is good enough to play, but like even, Sa- I mean, Sadio Mane has been horrific this season, but they're going to go back. Yeah. They're going to have to go back to Graziano Pele, Sadio, Sadio Mane, and Dusan Tadic. I was Tadic, talking to my friend Dave, who's a Southampton fan. He was saying, um, mm-hmm. I, I was saying that, you know, your team has some serious problems right now. And he goes, really? You know, the team, even though we've lost back to back, they were unbeaten in six straight. This team is lacking for. Con- There's a big problem like that. Yeah, because you have players that are not playing for the team that they're currently on. And I think Sadio Mane is mm-hmm. one of them. Uh, I think he's playing for yeah. Manchester United, and Victor Wanyama is playing for whatever next team he's going to be on as well. <laughs> yeah, what's weird is that, like, if I'm United, do I even yeah, want you do. Mane now? Where do you play him? <laughs> you 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 find a spot for him. Is basically what I'm trying to say. Uh, I mean, I I understand that argument, but like I'm not, I'm not sure. You, everyone's so convinced that Marcus Rashford is the greatest thing since sliced bread, and I'm just saying, hold on, guys. Oh, I, you, you you can put yeah, Martial no, agree with that, by Memphis like, and Mane and be fine. I guess. And until guess. recently, it's not, not like sure. Memphis has been tearing it up either. I mean, there's plenty of places to put him. Yeah, no, that's, that's fair. Anyway, I don't want to get into the speculation of the of the ridiculousness, but my point is is that Southampton, is, it doesn't look like one cohesive unit. It looks like there are some fractures there. Yeah. And when they were unbeaten, it's not like they were winning every game, too. I think it was three wins and three draws. I'm not positive. But, yeah, and I yeah. think most of the wins were won. And, Fra- and with Fraser Forster so. playing out of his mind, like that game against Arsenal. Right. Yeah. The. I wonder if this will, if like those three guys that basically I don't want to say got them here because that's kind of a re- weird phrase, but like these guys have been kind of the foundation, at least from the beginning of last season. So I wonder if getting them back on the field together will. It's it's turn very this strange, and even because st- I looked at because I looked at the I looked at Tadic when we I was filling out our DraftKings lineup and. You know, spoiler, I did not take him. I still thought he was worth I thought still thought it was too much yeah. for someone who hasn't played in a long yep. time. But it, 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 that goes to show what the potential is. So we'll, we'll get to his valuation more later for DraftKings. But I just thought that was a very interesting dichotomy there uh, for Southampton. And then on the Sunderland side, Dame and Joy got his first goal. Yep. Counted sure for did. zero. Absolutely nothing in EFSA because it was the cup matches, which I'm got eliminated from a long time ago um it's okay um who do you like more enjoy or defoe overall just i mean defoe's gotten himself in great positions he just hasn't put him away recently 
and yeah. Fabio Barini scoring it was just so so fascinating why he never plays. Um, and DeAndre Yedlin <laughs> assisted on that goal. So I, yes, I, I was like just about to say spot. Billy Jones should be healthy now, and I'm not sure if Billy Jones is going to play again. Yeah, I agree. It looks good. Um, I wonder if there'll be some sort of transfer at the end of the season because, like, Yedlin, he's not going to play at Spurs, so I wonder if some other club... He's playing well enough that another club should be able to take him. Well, I think, it all, yeah, I think it all depends if Sunderland stay up. He may just get loaned there again. Yeah. You know, just do the Chelsea true. thing. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they are. You know who hasn't been great is yeah. Van Yeah, uh, it's... Well, it, the thing about Van Aanholt is that the which, reason why he was so valuable you know, is he was scoring goals. Not, right. Which it's not is, repeatable. That doesn't happen. Or left back to score a bunch of goals. Yeah. And he doesn't take free kicks. Yeah. I don't think he t- – he doesn't take corners anymore. Yep. that's. I was going to say the the introduction of Wabi Khazri has kind of taken yeah. any which, any free kick. Uh, especially considering price. Let's say if they were the same price, would you take Yedlin or Van Aanholt first? Uh, that's a and I, and I think obviously question. you take Cedric before um, both of them. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would. Um, yeah, I would probably still go game? with Van Aanholt. I do only because Sunderland can't stop anybody, and they are scoring now. Like I, I think it, it has to do more with them than Southampton, if that makes sense. So you think, so you like, think, I don't think goals Southampton is going to? Yeah, I do. Just because. Like I said, Sunderland doesn't stop anybody. I've been taking Fraser Forrester for weeks, and I may or may not have this week. We'll find out later. <laughs> All right, we talked. We mentioned Chelsea before. Chelsea are at home against Stoke, uh, beautiful Stoke uh, of last week. Uh, Jordan Shakiri, I have. A, I actually have something for this. Jordan Shakiri. Oh wow! I lost track after thirty crosses over the past two weeks, uh, but he has over thirty crosses, and he scored a goal in the past two games. He scored last week or yesterday, whatever the day was. How many total? Yeah, how many different games do you think he scored in this season? Correct. Two. <laughs> yes. What does he have? Three goals in two different games. Yeah, he does. Yeah. And it, it's in in twenty one out in twenty one games he has scored in two different ones. Thirty three. Like I said, I lost track after thirty. But yeah, yeah, that's a lot of crosses. So for DraftKings, it's gold. It's yes. gold. Yeah, and it's garbage and for everywhere else. It is, Pretty much, Yahoo gives successful crosses. I haven't seen the stats there, but yeah, I just thought that was a very interesting stat for Jordan Shakiri. Yeah, he's not. I mean, he's not a goal scorer, but he's not like a holding midfielder. Like yeah. it's he's you know it's like I can't think of a, a comparable player, but like he's very much involved in the attack to not score that many goals. By ever. the way, I have I, I I I actually had another interesting stat. This one's on Alexi Sanchez. Um. So in the 11 games since he's been back, he has two assists. However, among midfielders, and this is only going into the game yesterday. I haven't recalculated. Uh, he had 14 shots in the box. Where do you think that ranks among midfielders? Uh, I know this because um, Hesh wrote about it. Well, not specifically that, but like he should be scoring. If it's not like first. first, it's top three. So I don't know what it is. Yeah. I don't know what it is after yesterday because I haven't recalculated. But I thought that was interesting about Alexis Sanchez. But anyway, we should we should keep rolling here because there's there's uh, you know we've already spent a lot of time. But 
do you know the or actually I'm sorry he did most shots in the last four shots without of, shots scoring in the box. Or, no, sorry yeah I think Olivier Giroud is up there that's also. not surprising all right Chelsea he, yeah well that 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 no part, that, that's what I mean that part's not surprising it goes to show that I think Arsenal may be going after a certain very a, a certain very uh, actually it's going to be a free transfer but a very high salaried striker one who speaks French. They're not going <laughs> to. All right. No. All right. Um, no all right. Stoke are at Stanford Bridge. So Chelsea, they can't stop winning. What can I say? Yeah. I don't know why you think that they can't make your. Because Europe. they're, what is it, six points back with five teams ahead of them? Yeah. It's a struggling Southampton, West Ham. Uh, West Ham. Stoke. Manchester. We got a West six Ham pointer United, this weekend. Manchester United. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Ever- and Everton have yeah, a game in hand. Sixth. Oh, that's Liverpool though. So that's one of them's. They're going to be able to. Pass My point them. is, is it's still a long shot. Yes, I'm and just. And for this yeah. week against Stoke, I, I, I had a tough time prognosticating well, let's, let, this let me... game. Is what I'm about to say. Well, to go to what we were saying before this podcast, before we started taping, on Tuesday, did they play Tuesday they or play, Yeah, I don't Wednesday. remember. Tuesday. Whatever it was, in the pregame press conference, meaning the day before, uh, Hitting said that Costa was going to be rested for one uh, of the two games this week. Yeah, I, I started this one. He started the one in the midweek, so you would think he would rest I, this weekend. It's, you it's think total it's gar- total it's garbage. <laughs> right, there, there's no reason to believe that. Uh, we'll see. Well, the, the the reason was to make sure that he's fully fit for PSG, which exactly. I'll notice in two weeks. Exactly. <laughs> Almost. That there's another. There's. Uh, I believe there's another game week in there before then. Oh, uh, but and Chelsea don't even uh, play. I don't think there is. I think they're off. Yeah, yeah Chelsea don't even play off. because the, it was postponed. Because of I think it's FA Cup. Yeah. So. So it's there. You it, go. Which it's just it's like I said, complete hogwash. So and, okay. and if and if let's if, say if, he doesn't play, you ranked Loic Remy. I don't know if the rankings came out yet, but I know you ranked Loic Remy. He's not playing. I did. Burton Triori. So who starts? Pot. pot. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Really. He's been good. He's been really good. Uh, and he played out on the right for Oscar on Tuesday and got an assist. It was an offside goal, but he still got yeah. the assist. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I mean, Alexander Pato has now been rumored to be healthy. You know, it could it could be Pato. Uh, I I just don't think I just don't think Remy is very well liked by hitting. He, he okay. even said That's that Loic and Pato were fighting for that spot, and that he likes Bertrand. Yeah. Triore. It seems to me that Hiddink is exactly what not really. He He's not because yes and no. Uh, because... <laughs> he's no, doing he's exactly not, what you want. He's not, he, it that way. He, there's not enough youth. Ruben Loft, what the... I mean, Triore and Kennedy yeah, both yeah, started Kennedy the last start... match. You can't play. Kennedy, you can't play. Kennedy 11, out of position. I'm not going Kennedy. Kennedy is not a left back. He's not. Um, he could be a left back against I'm just Norwich, saying, but that's about you, it. 
you had to trade the John Obi Mikel starts for getting some youth in the squad. Can't have yes, I can. But no. They, <laughs> So do you think they went three nothing? You know what? I had I had such a tough time with this because Stoke are the exact kind of team that can really cause Chelsea problems because they can counterattack very well. Hmm. Chelsea's and, given up a goal but, in four straight. You know, I'm glad that they keep winning with letting up goals because it's not. And, and yeah. here's the and here's the extra kicker: John Terry's healthy again, rumored to be healthy again. If I Maybe. don't want him to start, I really don't. Because that, because mm-hmm. knowing goose hitting as much as I do, which is not at all, uh, <laughs> that means that Terry will go in the uh, as a center back, and then and then Ivanovic yeah. goes Ivanovic right back goes to being back a right back, and that's just wrong. It's it, it, it's every every TV pundit has now seen what I saw two years ago that Ivanovic Ivanovic is not a right back. He is a center back that can head that, that can score goals occasionally. Mm-hmm. It, yep. it, unless the plan is to have Terry and Ivanovich as the center backs, which I, you know, that that I'd be slightly okay with because that means they're still going to play. John Terry forces you to play a style to sit way back on defense, and that's going to spread the gap between the defense and the midfield, and it really stresses the double pivots, as yeah. as as shown by Manchester City. Uh, again, that was a terrible game for City against Liverpool, but yeah. you, I mean, you saw it. Yeah. You, you saw it there. The the, the center backs can't step up because they have to play the forwards running through, and then if your your double pivots are just out, 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 all sorts of out of position. Anyway, Stoke yeah. are the kind of team that can really give Chelsea problems. The big advantage is that it's at Stamford Bridge, and it's not that circular wind yes. nonsense at at Stoke. <laughs> so. I really think there's still a lot of crossing opportunities for Shakiri, though. A lot of them. Okay. Okay. What do you think? I I think it's going to be all Chelsea. I'm 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 in on. Yeah, this clearly, because right you think now. they're going to get into Europe. Yeah, I think it's going to be close, and I think there's going to be talk that Hitting gets no, another year. He doesn't. He because doesn't of the want the job it. that he's doing. He does not want it. Does he really not want it? And it's also been reported that Um, the players have been informed that Conte is their coach next season. Yeah. I don't think, I I really don't think Hiddink wants it. Okay. That's fair. Um, So yeah, I would not hesitate at all to use any Chelsea player. I'd probably stay away from the defenders just because um, like you said, like we noted that they've given up one in each game and Stoke can kind of find a way to do it. If, um, if Terry starts, then I'm all over Arnautovic. Like, I think there's a penalty just waiting to happen from somebody just because of a mistake that he makes, whether he does it or not. Maybe they, I, so. that, that, that's a great call. They do make mistakes. <laughs> the Shakiri thing worries me just because he's, like we're saying, where he's so cross-dependent and crosses means that they need to have the ball, and I'm not sure they're going to get much of it. It's true, but they do counterattack well. Yeah, you don't get any, he, he doesn't get any points for that though. Very He's not good. Be on the all right, uh, all right. Swansea are at home against Norwich here. I really like Norwich in this game. Wow. Norwich wow. have gotten Why? incredibly unlucky, and they have pieces for, for scoring goals. And I don't think Swansea has is in any position to really stop them. 
I really like Norwich in this game. Wow. Please tell me you picked I have some, picked guys, some from guys from Norwich. On your... Okay. Bathan Schmedman? No, no, no. A, a brand new, oh, okay. a brand new player to the, to, the, to the landscape. No. No, Bamford? No, no, no. We'll get to it. Um, the... I... And I don't want to, like, put all of this on, like, the fact that they just beat Arsenal. But, like, Swansea have been... Not great recently either, but Norwich been so bad. Like I you, you may I find it unlucky. They've been that bad. They've been you could also defense. say they've that they just are not that good. But going forward, I think they have a lot to offer. Okay, I, I, I really do. I, I I like what Norwich is putting together going forward. And Alex, I actually think Alex Neal is a very good coach. He's looking more like Wayne Rooney by the week, mm-hmm. though. Yeah, he is. <laughs> it's a great. <laughs> he call. is a spitting image of Wayne Rooney, or what Wayne Rooney is going to be if he ever they've becomes allowed... a manager. There you go. They've allowed the most goals over the last six. It, it, I mean, it helps when you give up five to, to Liverpool. Uh, that <laughs> is true, but I know still. I, I understand. That's ten. Only three, four teams have more than ten. Look, maybe it's just so. a hunch based on zero fact. I like Norwich in this game. Maybe because okay. I picked a couple of them. But so on okay. the Swansea side, who do you like besides for Sigurdsson? There you go. Uh, nobody. Oh, team is yeah, disgusting. yeah, but yeah, no players. confidence in Norwich, though. Yeah, I think this is going to be a horrible game. I, I'm not going to watch it. Don't get me wrong. Somebody... I just think there's fantasy prevalence here. Or fantasy. Yeah, I uh, I tweeted before the Arsenal game about how Sigurdsson wasn't starting and whether that meant Key or Routledge were going to yeah. take the penalty, the uh, cor- corners or any free kicks. And somebody was like, who would you prefer? And I'm, I'm pretty sure my response you know was just, just yuck. Yep. Or, you know who, no, maybe I called them gross. You know who and then, did of course, Rutledge scored. One of my favorites uh, who recently joined the team. Leroy. No, who? He oh, fair, yes, he, I did see he, that. He did, he did well defensively. No, he, didn't. he didn't provide much going forward. Yeah. He, I think he had like yes. three or four interceptions, a couple um, of tackles, but. Yeah. He, yes, it would be nice to see him get a regular spot, but I, don't, I think that was just part I of squad not. rotation. All right. Uh, there's not much else to say about that game. Norwich going forward, I do. Well, I can't believe you know, Stephen Naismith starts. I'm going to love him, but. Oh my god! Yeah, but I can't take him because of because <laughs> of the five thousand rule. Oh, I'd, I'd happily give you an exception. All right, on the on biggest Steven mismatch Nason. of the weekend, Man City got to win this one. They got to break the three-game losing streak. They're at home against Aston Villa, who have not had a single point on the road. Yeah. Uh, the... I, I could if more if if there were more midfielders on Manchester City that were any kind of good fantasy wise, I would have ranked them all at the top. But as it stands, I only rank two of them. I only rank Silva and Torre. No, not Silva. and not Sterling. <laughs> so he doesn't fall into that if they had anybody half. He's not. Decent. So he's, he's actually not, he's not like good. Quarter, I don't understand what people see. He's a glorified. He's a yeah. rich man's version of Jesus Navas, who I've repeatedly said is terrible. I'd give him a little more what? credit than what, that. What? What? What more would you give? I think he's like a broke man, Sadio Mane. You you insult the 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 shadow of what of what Sadio Mane was <laughs> earlier this season. <laughs> okay, um, I would worry that Aguero doesn't start. And if Boney starts, 
I'm not sure I like him. Uh, would you think Ayanacho starts first? Maybe. What was weird? I'm not How sure they like him starting see alone. Against, uh, in the last game against Liverpool to see Ayanacho, Aguero, and Boney on at the same time. They were and three Boney, strangers, yeah. as if they had never met before. Yep. Yep. Well, in fairness, they they don't usually play even with one another, let alone two of them. Ianacho will always play with Aguero. I don't think they'll ever trust him alone to lead the line. But, yeah, the three of them, like, that's expected. Like, when was the last time we saw Aguero and Boney start together? That's just not how they play. So, it understandably didn't work at all. The um, They've been really bad defensively. They... Now, granted, their last three matches are Liverpool, Spurs, and Leicester. But they've given up six goals in those three games. I'm sorry, eight goals in those three games. That's pretty bad. Particularly since all of their defensive players that they want to play are playing. Like, nobody's out because of an injury. Well, Otamendi starts over him. Yeah, right. Like, that's kind of the weird thing. Kolarov has clearly lost and his w- Well, what's interesting to me is, well, I actually rank Kolarov first because I'm hoping that he starts. But yes. Uh, yes. him and Zabaleta, like, first of all, whatever happened to Pablo Zabaleta? I have not seen, I have not seen a He's defender like a just lose it. it, meaning talent, skill, yeah, whatever, faster than Pablo Zabaleta seemed to have lost mm-hmm. it. it. It's, I agree it's amazing. You. It's as it, if it, I think like someone hijacked his talent. I don't know who it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like Bakari Sanya is like this fantastic right back that beat him out for the job. It's the haircut. It's all about the haircut. Um, it's man, I, I, like Manchester City. I, I explained it a little bit before. Their, their, their spacing between the lines is off. They either have to play the high line and press or they have to sit back. They're doing this kind of this mm-hmm. hybrid thing where the def- the defense stays back, but everyone else presses, and it leaves acres of space for the likes of James Milner, Roberto Firmino, anyone yeah. who wanted Adam Lallana, anyone Coutinho, who wanted yeah. to run around there had the space. Now, even I think even if they do that, still Aston Villa still won't score. I think they score. Who would it be on Aston Villa that would score? Rudy Gistad. That's the problem. It could be Gestad or Ayu or Bakuna. Yeah, I mean, it could be any. Like, I'm not picking any of them because of, I, I think, I would, they're going to score. I I, and in the same time, sorry, I'm not yeah. taking I'm not taking anybody from Man City because I of was, that either. I was very tempted Who's to score Bakuna. for them? I didn't, but I was very tempted. <laughs> I was too. Uh-huh. I we'll find out later then. Um, Aguero is the only one I would trust going into this weekend if I needed a goal. David Silva's been terrible. Yaya Torre didn't play because of his foot injury. He's supposed to be back, but he's you know he's hit or miss. Depends if he wants to play or not. You wouldn't think home against Aston Villa is a match he gets up for, regardless of their spot on the table. They need Kevin De Bruyne back. They need something. I don't know what it is. I don't, I don't even know if it's Kevin De Bruyne, but they need something. They've got... They they were just much better when he was on a wing and it allowed I mean that other that right side with either Sterling or 
uh, Ianacho or Navas. There's just nothing there. Sterling or Navas, who are the same person. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. let's move on. And you would take, you would take, hey, you ought to think that Manchester City options, if they're anywhere decently priced, you're going to take them, though. I know you won't, but I think, I think, I think most people. But that's will. the problem. They're not. I think most people will still take Manchester City options. Yeah, they're... just throwing that out there for you. Yeah, David Silva, I feel like, is the one that you could consider, but he's no, he, is not. he hasn't been that great. So I'm not going to pay up for that. I'd rather have Sigurdsson $600 more than Silva. In fact, all of I would take all of the uh, Barkley, maybe not. But In a game where I yeah. told you that one team will need this game for relegation, you probably would not have guessed it would be Newcastle at home against Burnmouth, where the former really need to win this game for rellegation purposes. Yeah, they do. I don't think so I don't either. Think they do either. Newcastle look, and uh, 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 there's talk that McLaren may be gone by the time they even get to the yeah. to the derby against Sunderland, which is in three weeks, I think. Yeah. Which is kind of nuts. Like at this point, well, just play it out. Can't but... hold on, but that's the beauty of the um, relegation system. You can't. You cannot. You, you can't. That's true. That's fair point. If you think that you are going to be relegated as currently constituted, you must change. Not yeah. Yeah. Josie. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was I actually that really was well. so good. <laughs> Bob Bradley is who I was thinking Thank of. Um, Bob Bradley. What's that? Oh, Bob Bradley. No, nah. no. Um, I actually am less about Newcastle than I am about Burnmouth. That Max Gradle makes them look <sighs> so much better, and so I think Gradle that's why so I think yeah. they're better because of him. Uh, hey, can you? Have, uh, yeah, I hope. I hope they. They're gonna. I hope they're a little they weak up, up front because now. the combination of Gradle and Callum Wilson at some point. Oh, yeah. that'll be good. Yeah, I would. Yeah, if you could start. Um, I mean, frankly, you could start Wilson and a phobia up front. Gradle and Richie on the wings. Yeah, have Stanislaus off the bench. Just yeah. Yeah, the team's good. It's such a good story. Good you players. just want to see it. You just want to see it continue. Them and Leicester. I don't think anyone yeah. would mind if Burnmouth stay up and Leicester win the title. I really don't think anyone would be like, "Oh, I'm so devastated." Totally agree. Such a good thing to see. Anyway, Newcastle-wise, we know Sadio Dumbia is not healthy now. Is there anyone yes. of note? I mean, I th- I was thinking of Daryl Yonmod a little bit. Um. There was oh John Joe, captain. Yeah, I was gonna say John Joe, who we actually captain forgot to talk John about. John Joe Shelton. Uh, I just wanted to look. Colatini was out. That's cares. the only reason why. He... John Joe Shelby, first of all, yeah. is not exactly captain material. One and two, he's been there for three weeks. That happens though. Darren Fletcher was given the captain's arm man at West Brom the day he showed up. I don't want to put Darren Fletcher and Slightly, John Gershelby in the same characteristic character categories, but and it was not John. Yeah, Joe. yeah, the yeah, but no, I still don't. It's a Winaldum home game. Did you rank him? Uh, I may not have. <laughs> I did. I didn't. I did. Didn't even give it. A, didn't even give it a thought. No. <laughs> I mean, what Pittner did, he loves Wijnaldum at home. 11th. He loves him, yeah. Weird. Very weird. I don't see it. 
What do you mean weird? Hey, I mean, who knows? Much this would be the home. game he'll score six goals and bring his season total up to close to 15. So everyone could be like, oh, he scored 15 goals this season. He must be great. When he gets 11, when he gets 11 of them in two, in fairness, two different games. They've, uh, four of their last five games have been on the road. Yeah, and I'm sure what they want to do right now is play in front of those home fans who want Mike Ashley gone, and they want Steve McLaren gone, and they want all these players gone. I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm only oh, talking about true. Winaldo. <laughs> Dude, that, I I that, will that, I will remind you of this when we talk on Tuesday. Dude, that after that Newcastle badge is weighing more and more and more every week. I I'm not sure. Most of the players they care. they better start there. They most of them are new. Uh, no, 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 I mean the the, the I don't they think won't get jo- they, they won't get good jobs next year if they keep playing like this. I'll tell you that because they're going to have to sell off a lot of players to. If they go down. Yeah, if they go down. They, they, they're they're all professionals. They know this. And if yeah. they don't, their agents better tell them. Because their agents will be the ones to take the mm-hmm. hits too. That three that that, that X percent is gonna get yeah. a little smaller as in terms of total dollars. <laughs> right. So yeah, right. they better ship up or shape whatever that expression is. I'm whatever. Shape up and ship out. I butchered out. it anyway. Everton are at home against West Ham. <laughs> I see Joel Robles being ranked highly. People, people don't understand I, the first commandment of fantasy Premier League: and never take an Everton goalkeeper ever. Ever. <laughs> I didn't rank him at all. Um, the this has zero zero written all over it. These games, I feel like Everton West Ham is always so awful, and it bothers me because I'm drawn to so many. I want to take a lot of guys in this game, but I just can't. I can't get the stomach to do it actually i think i did take I know. one person oh no i, I took did. a few of them and i, I feel did. awful about it oh i took one i took one um yeah west ham's gonna play a back three one of which will be like a 16 kid. good for them yeah i don't not good for them they've got is, everybody is winston reed healthy that's the only reason then they're in big no, trouble <laughs> yes that's why I'm telling you, he is a rock at the back. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, Reed's out, Collins is out, Tompkins is out, Jenkinson's out for the year. Um, Agbana's got a foot injury, but he'll probably play. Uh, so Cresswell will be there. He'll be on the, like, Cresswell moves up as, like, a wing back if they do play the back three, which would be nice. Strange. Kuyate, I mean, and Kuyate everybody scores on Everton. Everybody. Yeah, Kuyate. That's going to be Kuyate, Agbana, and Oxford. Two defensive midfielders, one of which is gets six goals a season and a hurt center. They can back. score on a set piece. Everton love to give up goals yes. on a set piece. Uh, in fairness, they give up goals everywhere. Well, West Ham will not have the ball much. That's what I'll say. Okay. <sighs> Romo who's Lukaku. your top player from this Actually, team? no, wrong. And who's IA1, Lukaku 2. Uh, that's, yeah, that was my question. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, it depends on the scoring system. But the only reason why it, the only reason why I would say Pae is because of the crosses and the corners and the free kicks. Yeah. And... Okay. And yeah, he's one of the best players in the Premier League, skill-wise. <clears throat> yes. And now that he's getting help from Lanzini and Antonio... You know, the, the goal scoring load doesn't just fall on him. Uh, speaking of goal scoring load, uh, less uh, Watford. Oh, I have a stat on Watford. 
Wofford have failed to score in six of their last eight games. Not a good recipe for playing Leicester. That, yeah, that's terrible. Wow. I didn't realize it was that bad. The, yeah, I don't know what we can say other than Leicester should crush them, although we said that about Norwich. And well, we probably Watford said that about West Watford, Brom. I think, have, they have resigned to their fate that, you know, they, 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 they are, they are staying up. And they are just going to keep it tight, and just if they score goals, mm-hmm. it'll be because Igalo and Dini do something great together. But they're going to keep their two banks of four. They're mm-hmm. going to keep them solid, and that's it. See what I, I yeah. break us down. Go. Ahead. They could draw their way to. I, uh, I think they're. I, th- I mean, according, I think they're pretty safe right now as it stands. Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm. They can draw. Like, they need one. They don't need to win the rest of the safety. year. Thirty-eight points is like the magic number. And they're, at thir- and they're at 37. I thought it might be 40. Well, 40 is 40 like the real the real match. The so Especially, I mean, considering this year where there's, you know, four teams at 24 points or under, 38 is a good number to get to. Yeah. And to be fair, Watford are one point behind Everton. Yeah. Two Stop. behind Chelsea. Which means they're basically... Exactly, here. by your math. <laughs> I, and like I, like I said, they're just going to draw their way and just play it out and be be very solid. And that I, I mean, I, I would be really surprised if Uchoa doesn't start for Leicester. I no, like I have not said that. Now. I think Okazaki is a better player. In mm-hmm. fact, I know he's a better player, and he's a better runner and a better energy guy. But because so why this is a game that? where you need the, the the strength and the height. Okay. What do I know? <laughs> what do I know? I'm just just talking out of both sides of my face right now. <sighs> Lester, though, you have to think Riyad Mahrez, uh, Jamie Vardy, Christian Fuchs, Casper Schmeichel's probably going to get a run here. Yeah. Yes to all of that. I have a funny feeling we're going to hear about a couple of those names on your team. All right. Uh, let's move on to Crystal <laughs> Palace at home against Liverpool. Uh I like Liverpool in this game a lot. My favorite stat that uh, will be in my setting a table preview this week, which I just haven't done yet. Liverpool have scored 16 goals in the last five game or six game weeks. And they only have played five matches in that span. I have another good one. That's four more goals than anybody else with a game off in his career. James Milner's teams have never lost when James Milner has scored a goal. Oh, that's lovely. Never, he should take penalties. He should uh, he should just score more. Mm-hmm. And uh, another yeah. quick note. Uh, this funny. has been widely reported, though, but Mikel Antonio has scored uh, in each of the last four home games for West Ham, which is great because they're mm-hmm. on the road this week. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Liverpool, again, I think that... I. The lineup is the only thing that's the surprise. Everything else is exactly going, especially against City. It was exactly as Klopp wanted. It was high energy, lots of pressing, yep. lots of running, lots of closing down, and lots of scoring. Mm-hmm. No storage. That's okay. That's that. Yeah, but I just wonder if if storage, if if that happens again, if storage starts. 
I think Stur- I think Sturge, like From what I gather, yeah, he didn't play Sturge because they didn't want him to break. Did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> God, you hope so. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be there. Next. I, I think the, I think the position that gets the biggest overhaul for them next season is forward. Maybe a midfielder or two, but hmm. yeah. Really? Because I think because I they think need a goalkeeper. <laughs> I, I I don't think anyone ever needs a goalkeeper overhaul. I really I I think the goalkeeper position is largely replaceable. Well, it, that's it, what I mean. It, that, it doesn't mean an overhaul because you can just get a quick replacement every year. I just don't think it's important. Oh, okay. okay I would never yeah. pay the goalkeeper. Gotcha. Um, it's like a kicker okay. in NFL. Anyway, um, for mm-hmm. uh, for Liverpool, I mean, I think Benteke is playing for his next employer. It's very possible that Surridge so. is playing for his next employer. Uh, you know, Origi is still probably on the fence. You know. Mm-hmm. The rumors uh, are out there already around. that, uh, you know, that Obama Yang and Goza are the two big targets for Klopp. Yeah, yeah. he. I'd, I'd be shocked if the sec if Goza came. But... I think he's playing. Well, he's been, he's been hurt for most of the season, so he is playing. I I don't think like, we'll, we'll see. I, why... I think the Euros will be very important for him. Yeah. I don't think they're, they're not going to, I mean, he's now leaving a Champions League club. To not play at a Champions League club? He he plays enough. I mean, if if, if that's the argument, then a lot of those guys, then like Robin and Ribery should leave too because they don't that, play. That enough, day may you know, be coming like, sooner than you think, by the way. There's I was going to say, but that's my, that's my point. If those guys leave, then Gersa has clear playing. Enough. We could talk about that in the summer. We don't need to talk about that now. Uh, Crystal Palace, Liverpool. On the Crystal Palace side, Yannick Bellassi returned to the starting lineup. Uh, it wasn't a tremendous performance, but Connor Wickham. I was going to well, say, you I'll didn't leave with Connor Wickham? Connor Wickham puts the ball into the net the hardest I've ever seen from five yards away. No, I would have given wrong. that to Charlie no, Austin. But no, that's, uh... Not even close. <laughs> Did you see Connor Wickham's goals? Okay. They are hit so yes. incredibly yes. hard when they do not need to be. I hope one day he hits it really hard and it bangs off the crossbar because he gets yes, exactly right into his face. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But actually, the hardest hit ball of the weekend belonged to Jordan Shakiri on his goal. The Jordan Shakiri goal. The what? It was mm-hmm. so. It was hit so hard. It was. It was. Oh, yeah. If Ben Foster was an inch taller, it would have taken his face off. Because <laughs> he, he obviously <laughs> didn't see it. He obviously didn't see it. Because he didn't even react. Anyway, yeah. back to back to Connor Wickham. I, I I have to give him credit for scoring. What is it? Four times. Four times. I have to matches. give him credit for that. It pains me. I remember two two game weeks ago, I had him starting until I benched him. I I, I, st- I I called the start of this, but <laughs> I, I think it ends. Yes. All right. Perfect. Now that, that now that there's no more nothing interesting left to say about this matchup, we'll go to the final matchup of the weekend, which is a Sunday, eleven o'clock. West Brom at home against Manchester United. Two teams that don't like to score, except recently they have been scoring, especially West Brom. <laughs> Five goals. In I was going to say West Brom's the surprising one there. Yeah, um, they're unbeaten in like five of six. 
which is crazy to me. But yeah, I mean, who would you even take from there, though? Guillermo Varela. <laughs> I actually meant from West Brom, but it's funny that you <laughs> then. You, I think you'd see you're Salomon gonna see plenty Rondon. of people. I mean, you'll, the sh- side yeah. Oparahino, your favorite player. You in pick the world. anyone. Yuck. Enjoy those two points. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't see anyone from West Brom that makes me think. I'm going yeah, to I'm gonna make a really guy. obscure analogy because I'm pretty sure no one has seen it. But there, uh, I think it was yesterday or the day before, there was someone on Wisconsin from college basketball who takes off for a windmill dunk but forgets to bring the ball with him. And I think that perfectly <laughs> encapsulates Sato Barahino. Yeah. That's good. I like that. Yeah, I don't I don't like anyone from there. Um United I think are actually gonna have like four fit players in the back. So I think they're starting to to figure out like Rojo to get should be back. Need back. Smalling may yeah. be back. He he is back. Yeah, Smalling's gonna be back. Um Darmian will probably that start. Ruins Guillermo so. Yeah. Yeah. Or Timothy Mensa. Fosu. Mensa, yeah. <sighs> Donald Love. Get who wasn't even available on uh, somewhere. Drafting. He was definitely available Yahoo, on DraftKings. I, I almost took yeah. him. I yeah. took Varela instead. Yeah. All right, let's get to our daily. Yeah, but say perfect. Speaking segue, of DraftKings. Uh, we have our, like we mentioned before, I only took forwards that were 5,000 or more. That includes if I took any in the utility spot. Uh, uh, spoiler I did not uh, and you have to choose forwards only for, uh, 5,000 or less so yeah in fairness the, it's 5,200 and then 49 so there was no 5,000 Marko Arnautovic to rub it in on you that was brutal yes it did not didn't work I think anyway it's going to be brutal again <laughs> I, my, I don't like my team I, I don't like this roster construction I really went all out for it this time though with the forwards but uh, we'll start with goalkeepers and defense like we always do I paid the maximum and took Joe Hart cringe <laughs> I'm taking mm. Joe Hart and just praying at this point that form holds out okay. uh, at least for the win maybe not the clean sheet but the win um, I yep. took Evo Pinto from Norwich there's the first Norwich player at 2600 I took Baba Rachman mm-hmm. I don't know if he'll start but I hope he does I think he will Kennedy got hurt yeah, well, so yeah but remember serious, John Terry maybe which will, anyway, I, God, that would be the most terrible thing to happen. All right, uh, Baba Rockbond, 2,700, and DeAndre Yedlin at 2,700 for mm-hmm. Sunderland. I have Rockman and Yedlin also. Um, I paid up for a goalkeeper, but it was Thibaut Courtois, which as soon as I did it, I started to question it. The only other one I seriously considered was Casper Schmeichel. Um, and then I somewhat thought about Lucas Fabianski, but knowing the Fabianski rule that he's going to give up a goal, we said earlier, Chelsea always get, has been giving up one. So I guess picking Courtois doesn't necessarily get me out of that, but, um, I'm a little more confident on the win there. Uh, and then I paid 4,200 bucks for Charlie. Daniels. Wow. That's a lot. Um, I don't know. I don't know why I did that. I had money left over and, um, there wasn't anyone significantly lower that, made me think I should have him and it didn't really help me the, the extra money didn't help me elsewhere and Daniels um, has scored double digit points in four or five so 
All right, who are your midfielders? I've got five of them. Um, I'll just go through all of them because why not? Um, Wabi Kazri, who's still underpriced at 4,800. Um, Dimitri Paye at 81. Matt Ritchie at 61. I took Kevin Morales at 3,500, thinking he should get a start again after his two assists. Um, but it's that matchup that I really don't like, that West Ham at Everton, but 3,500 was too much to pass up. And then this last one was really more just a spite play. Uh, I don't think I would play him anywhere else, but because I'm playing you, I paid 5400 for Ed Hazard. Damn it. I really wish, really wish I could have <laughs> taken him, to be fair. <laughs> well, you have I, all those four. All two of them. Uh, I have yeah. Mikel Antonio at 5100. I'm taking the someone has to score from West Ham route. Uh, Wabi Kosri at 4800. Mm-hmm. I have John Joe Shelby at 5000. Because John Joe, it, he's not mm-hmm. even scoring and he's getting double digits or close to it every single week. Uh, and I also have Kevin Morales at 3,500. And last but not least, a newcomer to the podcast in terms of mentions, Wes Houlihan at 3,500. Wow. Would you like me to go over how many points he has in the past four games? I know, I know exactly how many it is because every time I have to write about him, I'm like, I, I basically t- trying to not type. I cannot believe that this guy keeps doing this. I think he's his seven assists this year, right? Eight. Or is he up to eight? Four goals, eight yeah, assists. That's crazy. Four goals on 19 yeah. shots. For 3,500. Oh, he had one the other day. Or that's efficient. That's why. That's efficient. Four crazy. goals on eight. Yeah. Now, he's very good. Yeah, It's shocking to me how good that is. But, wow, I can't believe you have him. And your uh, forwards? A lot. Uh, 7,200 for Diego Costa. And 7,800 for Romelu Lukaku. Hmm. Um, I paid forty one hundred for Max Gradle. God, that's one. And... So I told you before the podcast, there are two forwards I absolutely love under five thousand. That's the first one. Yeah, I the other one I spent also forty one hundred bucks on. That's the other and one. It's the other I think... one. I wrote it down. <laughs> I, I have it written down on the same page. I have the notes. Those are the two players I had wrote written yeah, down. Keep... Diafrasako at 41 and D- and Max Gradle at 41. I knew it. I really wanted to take the underside this week for that reason, that reason alone. Uh, yeah, they th- those guys, I mean, th- th- those are the perfect examples of why I'd rather take the extra $6,000 that I'm saving from not getting two $7,000 forwards yeah. and use it somewhere else. So I can get Pae, Richie, and Kazri. I, mean, I have money left over if I want to go to move to substitute Diego Costa for Jamie Vardy if I want to. Not sure if I do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Actually, I kind of do. But the only problem is I need to leave money left over in case Bobby Rockman doesn't start. Right. So I have a $600 buffer right now. What do you have? Nothing. But I can easily... Yeah. And, 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 and you know because we're we're up against it. And I and I just want to make one more point before we before we leave. That this this whole making you know spending a minimum of ten thousand on on your forwards it's killing me. It's killing me. Or sorry, not even <laughs> ten thousand. Ten thousand yeah. two hundred. It's it kills your mm-hmm. roster construction. There, you, I think you're really on to something yeah. here. I don't know what I don't I don't. I'm not sure I'm well, the first one I, who's I, I wanted, I, What I want to try to do is I want to try to lower that te- lower that number every single time. 
Like what would like maybe one time do only forty five hundred in the under. Okay. Be, you know, just it. to see what that what that sweet spot is in terms of forwards, in terms of the value you get at forward for the for the point production you get. Right. And that on that sense. note, we will end this episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast, a long episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. We will catch you next week. Oh my god, the week season's going by so fast. It's almost over. Well, it's crazy I, how fast if it's you going. guys have a minute, take a take a listen to the MLS pod. Uh, Andrew, I'm sure that they'll be able to see it sometime soon, right? <laughs> Hopefully. All right, we'll Hopefully. catch you again next week. Thanks. Good luck, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. They're going to kill the love of my life. If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain, for love. Collide, in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13.